Welcome to KXAN News Today. Here are your Monday morning headlines. The CEO of the autonomous vehicle Cruise is out. Kyle Vogt resigned late last night as head of General Motors AV unit. The company suspended operations here in Austin and across the country just last month. A vigil tonight outside Austin City Hall on this Transgender Day of Remembrance. Organizers say they're going to remember 62 trans people who lost their lives to violence this year in the United States. Tonight's vigil starts at 6. Cap Metro board meeting today at noon among the items that are up for discussion, a possible pay raise for the president and CEO Dottie Watkins. She was named the permanent head of the agency back in January. Breaking news from overnight, one person dead after a two car crash on Highway 71 in South Austin. APD says around midnight, two cars hit each other. One person died there at the scene. Police just reopened the westbound lanes of 71 between Menchaca and Congress Avenue. APD tells KXAN the other person went to that hospital and is expected to be okay. First warning weather with meteorologist Kristen Curry. Hey, good morning. Let's start with a look at radar. Not showing much yet. But it's possible we see more of these spotty showers fill in. In fact, there's going to be a cold front moving in this morning. going to be kind of a wonky day here. Temperatures are probably going to be much warmer this morning. We are going to be looking at cooler temperatures late today. I'm expecting a high temperature of about 80. So from the 60s, we'll briefly touch 80, and then the cool down will begin. But a live look outside from our Marble Falls River City Grill Highland Furniture Camera shows good visibility. Not quite the same all over though we do have significant fog low clouds out towards the northwest hill country burning lano san saba lampasas all looking at visibility less than a mile so be sure to factor in some extra time right now slightly reduced visibility here in the austin metro but it's about seven miles so it's not crippling at the moment hike and bike forecast shows showers possible this morning and then we do see temperatures kind of rebound some but as far as the rain chance goes it's going to look a lot better as that cold front slowly works its way in, but this will be the first of two different weather makers we're watching this week. The all important Thanksgiving forecast to get to all of that here in your first morning forecast. Thank you, Kristen. This morning tributes pouring in for former First Lady Rosalind Carter. She died yesterday at 96 years old. As First Lady Carter was a strong advocate for mental health, human rights and women and children's issues. After leaving the White House, she became a full partner with former President Jimmy Carter in the Carter Center. That's a nonprofit, nonprofit institute for world peace. In their latter years, the Carters worked together building homes for the needy for the Habitat for Humanity program. Former President Carter speaking about his wife saying, Rosalind was my equal partner in everything I ever accomplished. She gave me wise guidance and encouragement when I needed it. As long as Rosalind was in the world, I always knew somebody loved and supported me. Taking a closer look, Bess Truman, the wife of President Harry Truman, is the only first lady to have lived longer than Rosalind Carter. The National First Lady's Library said Bess Truman died in 1982 at the age of 97. The Carters were the longest married first couple in the U.S. history. They celebrated their 77th anniversary in July. The Carters took multiple trips to Austin. Between 1976 and 1988, the former first couple made several visits to the LBJ Presidential Library. In a statement from the daughters of former President Lyndon Johnson, Lucy Baines Johnson said, quote, The world has lost a gentle heroine for millions of families. 
My family has lost a precious friend, and heaven has welcomed a saint. Rosalind and Jimmy Carter spent much of their time after the White House helping build homes for Habitat for Humanity. And we're learning more Central Texans could be eligible for help buying those homes thanks to the nonprofit. As Grace Reader explains, well, that presents a great opportunity for a lot of people. It also highlights the ongoing affordability struggle here in Austin. I thought that it wasn't possible. That's the sentiment many Austinites have when it comes to buying a home in this city. But Austin Habitat for Humanity says the median family income in our area has gone up so much in the past few years, a historic amount actually, that you may qualify for help buying a home and not even realize it. For all the, the families that are teachers, that are firefighters, police, all those industries, their incomes have not gone up at the same scale. No one's income has really gone up at the same scale. A lot of what's driving that income growth is the jobs that are moving in. That was the case for an Austin area teacher who now has a home he can afford. Austin Habitat's new home construction program provides houses for $250,000 or less. Having a home and, you know, a place that you can say, hey, we're going to be here for as long as we want, you know. Um, it's just so reassuring. So who qualifies? For a single person, maximum income is a little more than $65,000 a year. For a family of four, max income is more than $90,000. Teachers, law enforcement, government workers may very well fall into that range. It's a situation Austin Habitat says is a first for them, and they're trying to spread the word. If four years ago a family of four making $90,000 would have come into the office asking for help, there was absolutely nothing I could have done for them. They would be so far over income. Grace Reader, KXAN News. We've got those eligibility requirements and details on how to get started with Habitat for Humanity on our website, kxan.com. A warning the next time you go online, why one state agency says you need to double check the names of websites before you share information. And why the cost of your bird might make your Thanksgiving dinner a little happier this year. <laughs> Good morning, this is a live look outside from our Rock and Dirt Yard camera down there in Buda. You can see overcast start to kick off your Monday morning. The U.S., Israel, and Hamas may be closing in on a deal to release some of those hostages taken in the December, or October 7th attack in exchange for a pause in the fighting. Israel says Hamas is still holding as many as 240 hostages from all over the world. Now, some lawmakers express confidence that a deal to release hostages will be reached soon. The latest NBC News poll shows strong majorities of all voters in the U.S. disapprove of President Biden's current handling of the Israel-Hamas war. Now, the Texas Workforce Commission is warning its customers of a scam, and this one's online. It posted an alert that a scammer webpage is posing as the government site. Here's what you need to know. If you see twc-texas.net, do not put your information into that site. The TWC says it will never ask for your PIN. It will never ask for those personal information details. The agency's webpage ends in .gov, not .net. A federal appeals court will allow Texas to enforce a new pornography law. Pornography companies are suing to stop the state from requiring sites with adult content to verify the ages of users. The court decision, though, will allow the state to enforce that law while the lawsuit is ongoing. Under the law, these websites are required to collect users' identification and post health warnings. 
Distributors in violation would have to pay fines between $10,000 and $250,000. We might have an easier time traveling this year for the holidays. Homeowners living with holes in their homes after plumbing work. KXN investigators find out why and get results. Texas men's and women's basketball in action on Sunday. Exciting highlights ahead later in sports. Keep it in. Good morning. This is a live look from our Rock and Dirt Yard camera in Buda. It is a uh, somewhat clammy start to your day. You'll feel it when you step outside, but that is not going to last long. Kristen has your forecast in just a bit. Robert Moody, a Texas businessman and philanthropist whose name is all over buildings here in Austin, has died at 88 years old. The Moody Foundation gave more than $200 million to UT to help support colleges, programs, some venues across campus, including the Moody College of Communication and, of course, the Moody Center. In total, the Moody Foundation has contributed more than $1.7 billion to various organizations here in Texas, according to the university. The price of many things get, were going up in 2023, but your Thanksgiving turkey is actually cheaper this year. The avian flu last year led to a shortage in turkeys and higher prices. But this year, there is a much bigger supply because farmers raised more birds, fearing the flu might come back. The American Farm Bureau Federation says the average Thanksgiving dinner for 10 this year will cost a little over $61, and that's down more than 4% from last year's record, but still higher than before the pandemic. People of diverse faiths gathered over the weekend for the annual Interfaith Day of Thanks service. The Interfaith service is geared toward many religions and cultures. Those attending share different prayers and chants of thankfulness ahead of Thanksgiving Day this week. Whether people are practicing Judaism, Islam, Christianity, or any other religion, all were welcome at the service. It's my world. It's, it's my passion to bring people of diverse faiths and cultures together to remind each other that we love each other and we belong to each other. We are all connected. A great message. In a time of division and polarization, organizers say it was a way to unite people of diverse backgrounds. Well, KXAN's Friendsgiving Challenge has three days left <laughs> in it. So you can scan the QR code here you're going to see on your screen. KXAN.com slash Friendsgiving is where you can also go to find out how you can donate to the Central Texas Food Bank. This is a competition we've been running all month between myself and Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Uh, we've raised already over $80,000 combined. So I'm, I'm really hoping we can get close to our goal of 100000 mm -hmm. um, um, but this closes Wednesday at about 4 p.m. So that's okay. going to be the deadline for us as far as our little competition goes. I'm slightly behind Yeomans by around 880 bucks. Oh, we can but do that, y'all. Yes, it's within yes, reach. Absolutely. It's certainly within reach. So if you can, I would love a donation to Team Kristen. We're almost there. Mm -hmm. I think you're going to surpass them this morning. You think yeah. so? Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, I we'll need y'all. I need y'all <laughs> to come through for me. Let me show you what's going on with your forecast because this morning there's going to be the opportunity for some light rain. Is it going to impact everybody? Nah, unfortunately. But a few spotty showers is what we're watching for as we get a little bit further in the morning. 66 is where we stand right now. Oh, it's humid out there. South-southwest winds at about 
five, 10 miles per hour initially. They're going to spin out of the north, though, once we get behind a cold front coming in later this morning. Temperatures in those 50s and 60s area-wide. As far as the visibility goes, we highlighted the fact that we're seeing some of those lower readings, some dense fog, low clouds out towards the northwest hill country. Uh, in general, it's not widespread, but if you do encounter some of that fog, you do want to make sure you're keeping it easy on the speeds. I'm thinking as we uh, gear up for the holiday week here, there shouldn't be as many people out there, but we still want to make sure we're being safe. 60s to start, 70s by lunch, and then we briefly touch 80 before our temperatures come right back down to the 70s again behind a cold front. Cold front's going to allow a few spotty showers to get squeezed out this morning, and then we'll get some drier skies and sunshine in here later today. So here's what we expect radar to look like around 8, 9 o'clock. You can see some spotty rain, but this moves quick. By the time we hit lunchtime, there's the sunshine in the hill country. Then everybody gets a little piece of sun as we get into the later part of today. How much rain could we see? Well, clearly not a whole lot. Only a few hundredths of an inch out of the cold front that we'll see today. So not a game changer, not a drought buster, just uh, a reason to put on the windshield wipers here as we get into the morning commute hours. Big heads up. This is one of the things I really wanted to make clear. We're seeing an update to your Thanksgiving forecast. The big trough, the big storm system that's going to be moving north of us into the eastern side of the U.S. this week is likely going to pinch off this little low here. We call it a cutoff low. And this thing looks to impact portions of south and central Texas on Thanksgiving Day. Given what I'm seeing right now, the track is just far enough south to keep our rain chances on the low side, only about 20% here. But wanted to make sure that you guys knew that, that we were now starting to introduce a very low rain chance for your Thanksgiving. And given the timing right now, a lot of this will be late Wednesday night into Thursday morning with drier skies Thursday afternoon. So be sure you're staying up to date with me as I continue to watch that little low that gets squeezed out. Temperature-wise, though, ooh, it's going to get cooler. 80 today, 50s and 60s as we approach next week. Again, these are the temperatures we're waking up to right now. So those are going to flip into our highs as we get into the holiday and beyond. Now the cold front brings in some rain for our upcoming weekend. A Lakeway grandmother says she's canceled Thanksgiving at her house because she's embarrassed about the shape it's in. Uh, for several weeks, she and some of her neighbors have lived with gaping holes in their homes after plumbing work. She blames delayed inspections, and KXAN investigator Mike Rush finds out what is causing this holdup, gets results for frustrated customers. Rebecca Perry spends a lot of time lately just solid dust cleaning her Lakeway home. It is a constant, constant thing. She's pretty sure it's because of these holes all over her house. In her bedroom alone, Perry has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten holes. And throughout the house, she counts 38. When the heater's turned on, when the air conditioner's turned on, you can stand back and just see a cloud of dust that just floats through the air. 
Perry says she had the plumbing replaced in her home because the plumbing equipment installed when the house was built is now recalled. The project was finished in late September, but Perry can't have the holes repaired until after the work is inspected by her water provider, Travis County Water Control and Improvement District number 17, or WCID 17. It's been six weeks and I'm still waiting for an inspection. And Perry says she can't get updates because the district stopped responding to her calls. How many times do you think you've left messages with them? Ten. About ten. I'm getting pissed off. Bob Castellito lives a few doors down. He says he's also been waiting for his inspection for several weeks to cover more than 30 holes in his house. You know, I clean that house every day and I still find stuff on the floor. I don't know if I'm inhaling that or what. The company that did the work, Aqueduct Plumbing, tells KXN Investigates it's taking weeks for WCID 17 to inspect six homes the plumbers repiped in the neighborhood. Aqueduct says typically it takes three to four days from permit application to project completion on jobs they do in other areas. A spokesperson for WCID 17 tells me the district is transitioning to a streamlined software system for permit and licensing applications, which the district says will speed up the process. While the spokesperson says the conversion caused a slight delay with progress on Perry's home, in a statement, WCID 17's general manager wrote, Aqueduct plumbing caused significant delays on Perry and her neighbor's homes because, the district says, plumbers started the work before applying for plumbing permits. An aqueduct spokesperson says they did apply for permits beforehand, but because of what they consider the unprecedented amount of time it took WCID 17 to sign off on them, plumbers mistakenly started work before permits were approved. And the Aqueduct spokesperson provided KXN Investigates with emails between Aqueduct and the district that it believes show WCID 17 caused slowdowns by not responding to inquiries in a timely fashion and failing to upload some documents to its system. Meanwhile, they saved the drywall so when when it's inspected, they just can fix it. Customers like Perry and her neighbors are stuck in the middle. We're all seniors and we shouldn't have to live like this. Mike Rush, KXAN Investigates. Soon after KXAN contacted the district, Aqueduct Plumbing says the home inspection started and all six have been completed. Rebecca Perry says even with the job finished though, it's too late to have Thanksgiving at her house. District spokesperson says that with this new software, permits can be issued in one or two days. Previously, it was several weeks under that previous system. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Good morning. Texas men's basketball needed some heroics in the first game of their early season tournament matchup in Madison Square Garden. Texas took on Louisville in the Empire Classic. Rodney Terry's crew up 9-5. to five. At this point, Tyrese Hunter alley-oop to Zarek. Onyema for the jam there. Nice job from Onyema. 37-35 Texas before the half. Brock Cunningham with the steal. Gives it ahead to Max Aismas for the layup. And Texas up by four. Now, late second half. Texas down one. Just over two minutes left. Brock Cunningham misses it. But Kate Shedrick with the rebound jam. He had 27 on the day. Then Texas playing some great defense. They force a Louisville turnover with Louisville up 80-79. to So... It's Longhorns ball, Max Aismas, spotlight's on you, and he gets it done in front of the crowd at the Garden. That jumper with four-tenths of a second wins the game, 81-80, 14 points for Aismas, but none bigger than those two. 
Texas will take on UConn tonight in the championship game at 6. Texas women hosting La Tech at the Moody Center yesterday afternoon. 8 nothing. Longhorns already dominating. Shaylee Gonzalez comes off a screen and drains the three-pointer. 11 nothing. La Tech's got to get a timeout after that. And then beautiful pass from Shaylee Gonzalez to Amina Muhammad. Muhammad, 12 points on four or five shooting. Beautiful pass, though, behind the back from Gonzalez. Then Madison Booker, the freshman, draining the three-pointer to put Texas up by 35 points. And then Rory Harmon, the guard, getting up there to tip that in. 64 to 26, Texas at that point. And then late in the third quarter, Taylor Jones gets her hands in the passing lanes, steals it, and goes all the way to the other end for the layup. She had 25 points to lead all scorers. Texas improves to 4-0, winning 96-44. NFL, Dallas Cowboys taking on the Carolina Panthers in Charlotte. Panthers 1-8 on the season. Dak Prescott finding Luke Schoonmaker for the touchdown. And that's how the Cowboys get on the scoreboard first. Then in the early fourth quarter, Cowboys up 17-10. They give it over to Tony Pollard. And Pollard pulls through. Some Panthers, it gets to the end zone. What a 21-yard touchdown run that was. 24-10, Cowboys. And then Bryce Young, his pass picked off by Deron Bland. Bland is going to collect himself and head to the end zone. Fourth pick six of the year for Bland, tied for most in history. Cowboys win it 33-10 over the Carolina Panthers. The Houston Texans won their third straight game in Houston. Uh, beating Arizona yesterday 21 to 16. That does it for sports. Let's go back over to you. You got it. Thank you, Jonathan. For those listening on the KXAN Today podcast, welcome and thanks for joining us. Here's what else we're tracking for you on KXAN Today at 5. Donald Trump picks up a big endorsement as Republicans focus on an important group of voters here in Texas.